Welcome back to the Lead Lamp Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about AI and some misconceptions and how it affects people's jobs. So this week, we have Ben and Tyler on the show. Um, we're just going to kind of banter back and forth about how we use AI, how we see AI affecting the workplace and maybe shrinking the market a little bit, but also making it a little bit more competitive for some smaller businesses. So let's just dig right into it. I think we're going to kick off our first topic um, of kind of the hype you hear around AI. Yep. And now that we've been using it, uh, what we experience with AI compared to what we've heard either via the news or via people that um, don't use AI, that yep. they just think it's a certain way, but it's really not that way. Yeah. Um, just a first bit of news. Just yesterday, they announced, uh, and by they, I mean Sam Altman, the uh, head of uh, OpenAI, that they are limiting or shutting down free accounts um, so I'm curious. Luckily, I know Ben and I have a, I a premium account. Yeah. Um, I know Taylor and I were trying to do some um, uh, avatars yesterday and she couldn't do it. But so I was able to plug away on the, the premium account. But even the premium uh, was having some issues. So that's a big uh, threshold. And the reason they did that is because with the most recent av advancements and maybe some of the stuff Ben and I will mention too, they've had such a flood of traffic to the website. Uh, with announcing the uh, GPT marketplace eventually and allowing you to create your own GPT avatars and and yeah. more use cases. Uh, yeah. We can talk more about that then. Their servers later, are overloaded. Yes. I mean, even as a premium user, I yeah. can't always log in. No, it, wow. it's true. Yeah, even so, though they give us preference mm -hmm. as the elite yeah. GPT users. So. I'm just a peasant. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Um, but no, so we've we've yeah. heard a lot of... I know I have, when you, whether you watch the news or yep. just I know, talking to people that aren't in our industry, mm -hmm. that don't use AI. It's a hot topic. They might even be using AI, but they don't realize what they're interacting with is yep. an AI uh, model. Yep. Um, there's a lot of hype that goes around it. And let's kind of talk about real quick what people think AI is and what, what we're actually interacting with and what it actually is. Yeah, so mm -hmm. AI is uh, artificial intelligence, if you didn't know. And... Uh, GPT is not technically an AI. I mean, Sam Altman has said that, mm -hmm. but it's a large language model, LLM. It's a huge library. Yeah. It basically predicts, it knows the English language because it's uh, studied the internet, which has the English language on it. So um, it can take all that data that it's been crawling for, you know, years, decades, over, over decades of knowledge, or, or mm -hmm. centuries of knowledge that's all present on the internet. Mm -hmm. And it's able to compile that and, uh, in a database, and then when you ask it something, it'll guess what you want based on its knowledge of the English language, the way you phrase the question. Mm -hmm. Similar to what Google does, but just in a more chat-friendly way. So the chat feature that we all know and love at this point, um, 100 million users mm -hmm. downloaded it. Uh, it was it broke records for mm -hmm. the first app to hit 100 million that quickly. Mm -hmm. I think TikTok had the record previously. Yeah, But uh, we all love it because it's able to interact with us. Mm -hmm. That's what's kind of revolutionary about ChatGPT. It's more human-like. Mm -hmm. So Google does all of that that I just described, but this has that large language model built into it so that it's able to say, oh, Brett wants this because he phrased the question this way. Mm -hmm. So here you go. And oh, you have a question about that? Why don't yeah. you ask me? And I, oh, you can tweak your, mm -hmm. your uh, search query. You can tweak your answers. So yep. that's where it gets to the revolutionary part. Mm -hmm. So far, uh, those language models or those huge algorithms have not been able to communicate in the English language. It the way works better with the way that normal people would communicate. Yeah. Uh, it, 
back and forth with a computer yeah. when you would typically search with Google or any search engine from the, the past that's in the graveyard of old search engines, right. mm -hmm. you would search uh, on, just for Google, on Google, for instance, you would search, um, how would I change the alternator in my car? Mm -hmm. uh, but Google is kind of a cold way of delivering robotic. search results. Mm -hmm. It's very robotic feeling. Yeah. So it's, it's delivering you very cold results. It's just data, pure data. It's data. It's like a computer. But when Not you like a human. interact with um, one of these chat-based um, GPTs, basically, mm -hmm. is you can ask it, hey, I need help changing the alternator in my car. Yeah. And it'll spit out the best answer it can from the query that you gave it. But then you can rephrase it and say, oh, no, I need it explained to me in this for yeah. this model. Can you rephrase it? And then you can hit enter again, and it'll spit out a similar answer, but it'll refine what it's giving you yeah. when inside of Google search or anything in the past with other search engines, it's just going to give you the most, the top uh, 10 results, the top 10 yeah. basic or results of what you see. Top 1 million, but whoever yeah. goes, but it's not in a conversation yeah. mode. It's not, yeah. it's not going to give you instructions on it. It's just going to give you links. Yeah. The GPT has a human touch, which gives the illusion of artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's the same thing you've been using your whole life mm -hmm. practically. But I think the hype with that is it's, it can scare people. Yeah. It like, feels like something different or new. Or right. more grandiose, but I mean, yeah. it is different in the sense that we've never had this human touch mm -hmm. available to us. I'm sure uh, some of these Fortune 500 companies have this uh, yeah. technology already. Yeah. What was that but, first one that came out a couple years ago? It was Watson. Well, this was, was, yeah. I was just thinking about this the other day, uh, watching Jeopardy last night. Like IBM Watson went on Jeopardy and and crushed. It did a great right. job. And I was thinking about that on my commute. Actually, ironically enough, today um, Watson was around for a while. Like that was. An I remember ad. seeing the Super Bowl ads for it. Yeah, like, it wasn't available to you and I though. Yes, exactly. Right. On this level, you had to have a huge budget for it. Right. Yeah, it's just like computers used to be. Now we have the personal computer. It's all. Yep history as far as the big computers and, in the big room you have to have a huge budget and even then there was still Just hype scaling about it down. um there was still some some fear and some hype about those technologies when they were newer mm -hmm. being implemented disruptive and, and disrupting yeah, yeah. Uh, uh the way that things currently were so i think it's just yeah. the same evolution of mm -hmm. new technology yeah. there's fear there's hype with any of these things that some are warranted some not i mean yes. look at like my best example on the top of my head is Uber. You know, it destroyed the taxi industry. Yeah. yeah. It, it, you know, that's what Silicon Valley loves to do. That's mm -hmm. their whole shtick. You know, ever since Steve Jobs came to the scene, it's disrupt, disrupt, disrupt. Yeah. And it's revolutionizing, hopefully in a good way. Yeah. Right. There's obviously a lot of downsides that come mm -hmm. with that. Every time, you know, people will lose jobs. But and they're not always seen right away. Yeah. Yeah. And so some people are scared for good reasons. A lot of people are scared because there's misinformation. But yeah, at the end of the day, some people win, some people lose. But I think we all win. I think that yeah. goes into our next uh, topic there is it, AI, just like any of these other technologies of the past, is a good tool. Right. But it's not a replacement for people. Um, specifically, I mean, you know, people that are doing uh, jobs that are more manual labor mm -hmm. or... Uh, task-based blue-collar jobs; those are not jobs that that really you need to worry about AI affecting. Mm. And, I, and I and I will say, you know, there's always the fear of like, oh, well, there's going to be the fully integrated AI restaurant. Maybe I'm going to be wrong in 30 yeah. years. It'll be the entire computer-run restaurant. Yeah. Give it but, five. But what it comes <laughs> down to is um, businesses still need people to buy their products, mm -hmm. and if so many jobs are replaced by computers that are building these products, no one's going to have any money to buy their products. So you're still going to have to yeah. have to be able to employ yeah. people to have an economy to run these things. If it, there's, there's still that interaction that AI can't replace or a computer can't replace. I think it's a complicated thing because yes and no. 
I think a lot of people's jobs will be replaced, just like, uh, you know, in the past, so many people's jobs, you know, you don't see the pencil pusher the way you do today. Yeah. No. Just the person with the filing cabinets and, and uh, going through all the different files. It shifted. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, where it took 10 people to do a job, now it takes one yeah. on a computer, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, in that same way, I think a lot of these things will just be shifted to a smaller group of people, mm-hmm. but at the same time, other jobs that don't exist today will now. That's yeah. what I was going to say. There's so. a shift in... The, Some people will lose their jobs. But yeah. You have to adapt. That's yes. the real point. They'll here. lose their job in their current setting, mm-hmm. but there'll be 10 other jobs that open up because we don't know what we don't know right now. Right. And with every evolution of these technologies, mm-hmm. there's a moment in a business or a company where they go, oh, shoot, like we need someone to help manage this now. Yep. And now there's new positions that are created. I think of the positions you see now mm-hmm. on the job marketplace that even 15 years ago when I was coming out of school, like those were, you would have never even heard of that kind I mean, of job before. Your job. No, I yeah. think SEO. Yeah. As I say, SEO is going to be affected in, in some way or another. The other one we see a lot, I think Ben and I've talked about before, um, prompt, prompt engineers. So like knowing how yeah. to properly prompt the GPT or Training. these AIs and, and doing that. So like, yes, there are going to be a certain percentage or fraction of jobs lost, but there's also going to be jobs gained as you kind of mentioned. Yeah. Uh, but also like, Hey, adapting, learning with that. Um, the technology is going to only ev- uh, evolve. So learning now, getting in early uh, is only going to benefit you, especially if you still have some years in the workforce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're close to retirement, you know, is it worth it? I don't know. Um, you'll probably interact with it some way or another. Um, maybe even in your old age to give you company. I always think about that too with elderly people and, and homes, that engagement. We heard the stories during COVID. Like it'll be cool to see some of the positive stuff that, the opportunities that aren't even there yet that we don't talk about as much mm-hmm. um, to see those jobs uh, where maybe it's, they're not as glamorous jobs. So an AI can step in there and take mm-hmm. care of a, a certain industry or market. Um, yeah, the, the possibilities are endless. So it'll be cool to see how it evolves over time. Yeah, I think I think of d- data entry. Yes. You know, that's something, it's a huge job market, but mm-hmm. that's going to go away mm-hmm. yeah. very quickly because I can put in, uh, with this new update, I can mm-hmm. put in a CSV file, which is a comma separated value file, yeah. and it will do whatever I want with it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I could put that in another file, combine these two. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's somebody's job that's just went but away. But then now, you, so. now you're going to have to open up a whole new realm of other positions that need troubleshooting training and troubleshoot yep. how to interpret and 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 input that data right so there's always going to be where there's still that, i need to know what to do with it where's yes. there where the fall off of older more manual jobs are there's going to be a creation of new jobs because there'll be new problems that are discovered that aren't you know they're not, they're not yeah. there right now yeah um so i think of it like i said is it's more of a tool mm-hmm. not a replacement of people because you're still going to always have to have people some people some people (laughs) yeah but then those people they need to adapt yeah yeah, they'll just have to adapt and and that's just the way it's been for every evolution of any technology yep so the phone board the phone switch operators Mm -hmm. but i will say yeah had to find a new way to adapt to that technology i will say this is the hard part though because you had a good 5, 10, 20, 30 years between technology shifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now they're happening within months. six months. Yeah. yeah. Like ChatGPT came out uh, to the general public less than a year ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was one of the early adopters, and that's insane because mm-hmm. I'm never an early adopter for anything. Yeah. But I saw a podcast, somebody, uh, Jordan Peterson said something yeah. about it. He said, this is going to revolutionize the world. Yeah. And he's a smart guy. He knows what yeah. he's talking about. And uh, he he talked about how he used it to write another step for the the yeah twelve steps twelve, 12 steps yep. he said write a thirteen step in his style and he did nice and he was like that's amazing 
this is revolutionizing the world. I stayed up to like one that morning because yeah. I was blown away that this thing was available to us. You I just, signed up for it immediately. Yeah. Away. Yeah. And I was just like, this is going to change the world. And I yeah. told my wife she couldn't care less. <laughs> She's like, oh, te technology, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, but I was so uh, bent out of shape about just how this was going to revolutionize mm -hmm. everything. And here we are, what, six months later, mm -hmm. and it's already gone through like four updates that every time doubled it or mm -hmm. tripled the value mm -hmm. of it. Yes. You know, back then, back then, like six months ago, you <laughs> yeah, had back to do, in the Stone Age. Yeah. Yeah. You can only give it like a paragraph of text. Now mm -hmm. you can give it just ebook and it'll, yep. it'll do, do what it wants with Except it. if you don't pay for it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like well, me. <laughs> so, and I think that, so but it's happening so quickly. I think yeah. is my point. Let's it, talk about that then, how it's taking things from where we were just talking about mm -hmm. uh, routine tasks and it's it's automating a lot of routine tasks for people we were just talking about that actually we should have recorded this podcast <laughs> before In we started office. recording yeah. this podcast because ben and i had a conversation about um taking routine tasks and automating them but then you're still mm -hmm. going to have to have somebody on you know on staff or yourself doing those specialized tasks of interpreting that data right. or having it run things for you that you normally would do an hour in an hour manually. It would take you 30 seconds to do it with AI. Mm -hmm. um, some of the things we've already actually been talking about mm -hmm. uh, are things that we already use that we don't even realize are AI mm -hmm. that are doing specialized tasks for us, but you still, I'm sorry, routine tasks for us, mm -hmm. but you still need somebody there on the other side of the screen to look at that data interpret that data and actually yep. make useful um, decisions or actions from the data that AI is giving you. So apply it somehow. Right. Yeah, so smart way. where AI won't replace is Tyler's doing some SEO reports. Mm -hmm. Ben, you guys were talking about um, doing some competitive research for SEO yeah. Yeah. And, and, and rankings with um, some of our brands and, and interpreting that data is right. something that you're going to get the data back mm -hmm. and realize like, hey, here's four action items that I need to do now. What do I do with that? Yeah. To help myself yeah. or to help a brand that we're working with. That's something that AI can't do. It's just yeah. it's just regurgitating that data back to you mm -hmm. and you're still responsible for reading that. Yeah, we got to take action on those steps it's recommending. So. Another thing um, we were talking about that we've been interacting with AI longer than AIs than we thought we've been interacting with AI. Yeah. So we use a SEMrush or a mm -hmm. SEMrush. Um, those are all intelligence-based tools mm -hmm. that are taking in data, interpreting it, mm -hmm. and telling you, hey, here's some problems on your website that you yep. should fix, or here's um, three areas that are opportunities for growth for your website. Mm -hmm. And when it's telling you those things, you still need a human on the other side of the screen to look at that and go, okay, well, there's 100 errors that's coming up with on my audit, my mm -hmm. site audit, but I know my platform, and those three things really aren't errors. It's mm -hmm. just showing up because it's hitting this algorithm that's red flagging these yep. these things on my website. Ben's seen those too before where it might think it's a problem on your website, but there's really, it's it's an application on your website or it's a, a type of script you're running that there's you- There's a tool to say ignore. So you can't get around it. But yeah, you still need to have that human on the other side going, okay, well, this isn't a problem. Yeah. I need to train that AI to know to ignore that in the yep. future. Yeah. yeah. Here's what I think of the the analogy of the internet being a super highway. Have you heard that? Mm -hmm. That's an older- uh, Yeah way of looking at the internet back in the day. Early, back when you had uh, early AOL. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I think somebody coined, superhighway. But, you know, for like a real highway, mm -hmm. uh, you, you, you see it and you go, well, all it did was create more opportunities for more people. Because now a truck driver can get from point A to point B and make money that way. Mm -hmm. Rather than being able to go 10 miles, uh, he's able to go 
500. Mm-hmm. And you and I are able to commute to work half hour away instead of uh, you Ten know, minutes. Two, two, yeah. two minutes down the road, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. which would take you half hour yep. in your buggy yep. or whatever. So um, it's just maybe the same half hour is going to get you longer. I guess you mm-hmm. get more value yep. every time. Um, so when you talk about the internet being a super highway, like there are just more exits now off mm-hmm. that highway. Um, so the more data you have, the more information that's presented to you, the more options, uh, it creates another problem, which is filtering that out. Yes. Yeah. And so that's where you and I come in is we're able to take that data and filter out the good stuff mm-hmm. and get rid of all the rest because yep. large data is just data. It's mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. You know, it's just still a pile of old data. data. Yeah. Right. So what do I do with that? What does the business owner do with that? That's where the rubber meets the road is, okay, great. You have an SEMrush. It tells you uh, your rankings for the last two years mm-hmm. for all your keywords. What do you do with that? Yeah. How do I translate that into this barbershop making well, money? And it's yeah. also only That's as, where it gets really difficult. Yeah. And that's where the specialized tax comes in. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to go and look at every Google search yeah. right, for every keyword now, mm-hmm. routine task. But to know what to do with all of those results is the specialized text that you cannot replace. Yeah. And it's also only as good as the input you put into it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So if you're telling SEMrush or even any new in the future AI tool mm-hmm. for SEO. Yeah, what keywords? Uh, hey, I want to rank this local shop for, I want to track these keywords. Well, it's going to go on the assumption that you want to, that your business is going to thrive yeah. ranking for these keywords. Yeah. But in reality, what you're inputting into it might be awful yeah. rank for there might be other opportunities that it's just not looking at yep and uh it doesn't know because it's only as good as you're shoveling into it so it's input right. in input out and there's still going to be some some of them are getting better at thinking mm-hmm. about it so you can put your competitor sites in and they might say hey your competitor down the street uh they're ranking for this and you aren't ranking for this mm-hmm. or they're getting a lot of traffic for x you should you should talk about that as well Twitter. But it's still only as good as yeah, X. Yeah. yeah, it gets confusing. <laughs> I just meant he did that on purpose. Yeah, he I just did, loves I did, it. I did. No, Elon did that on purpose. Yeah. Just to screw everybody up. He's sorry. Go ahead. The, it's the disruption. The, yeah. <laughs> so the, the threw you off your you threw me way off. No, <laughs> no. But what I meant was like <laughs> keyword yeah. gaps and competition gaps. Yeah. It. But that you gotta know even what to that put data in. is still only as mm-hmm. good as no. the the input. Mm-hmm. And if your competitors have kind of the same mindset as you, yeah. you could still be missing something. Mm-hmm. So it still takes that human ingenuity to like it, in, be inventive and be mm-hmm. creative. It's, it's, yeah. I don't think it's going to replace that, the ingenuity of the human brain. Because everybody else has the same In technology. any industry. Yeah. I mean, all your competitors are using the same tech or Tools, at least right. it's available to them. It's like an arms race, really. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, if everybody has this genius level uh, technology at their fingertips, well, then that becomes the new base level. Yep. You know what well, I mean? So the, you just have to specialize a little more than them mm-hmm. to get that niche to, to know exactly what to get. And the outlier then becomes, okay, everyone has this technology. And this happens in every industry and in every business. If everyone has this technology now, available. like mm-hmm. think about when everyone was able to create a Facebook business page. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And then all you saw on your Facebook timeline was business ads yep. and business, yep. and yeah. all these interactions. And then... Business, uh, Facebook changed, they moved the goalposts. Yep. Mm-hmm. So then it was based on interaction, how much it would show, yep. mm-hmm. you know, they, they've changed the algorithm. So then it becomes who utilizes, if everyone has the same playing field, yep. who becomes smarter on that playing field and is yep. better using those tools. And so if you don't always, use those tools, you're way left behind. Oh right. my gosh. Yeah. So if people are using AI right now, 
Yeah. Six months ago, like yesterday, yeah. then, then you're, you're, you're just behind. Yeah, yep. you got six months to learn it, to catch up to where most people are if they started early adopters. And it's I, not a matter of liking or not. It's just happening. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if you, you cannot use it and be fine. Yeah, sure. Right. But if you want to hit that next level where mm-hmm. your competitors are, because yep. they're using it. Yep. Let's just be honest. It, um, <laughs> it, it, it goes back to our next kind of our next bullet point from routine tasks to specialized tasks and then and then making sure you're adding that layer in if you're in an industry that is able to utilize it which mm-hmm. most probably are if you're online at least yeah. is using ai to enhance what you're doing mm-hmm. and speed up your processes or or make more wise decisions based on the data that it's giving back to you so using ai to enhance your job not replace your job so yeah. finding ways to use AI within your job role um, can be very simple. It's it's once you get on and Ben's probably done this. I know Tyler's probably done this. I have. Once you start using it, you'll start to see and interact with it and go, oh, wow, I could probably do this with it. Mm-hmm. And then now things that you normally were doing or your boss was asking you to do that took you half a day to do or an hour to do, you mm-hmm. can speed it up and mm-hmm. do it in five minutes. It still might take you you might get this thing back and have to polish it a little bit, yeah. but it's removing a lot of that manual input from it. So yeah. it's becoming a job enhancement tool, not just yeah. uh, a job replacement tool. People keep saying 10x. I, I don't think it's 10x. I mean, that's hard to quantify, but yeah, m- triple. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. But I was going to make the point that, you know, Tyler back in the day would have, you know, 40 hours a week to do X amount of work, but mm-hmm. it would only equal managing maybe two or three websites, right? Yeah. Now you can manage 15. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference. It's just, it gives the individual more bandwidth. Yeah. Right. And so Brett can hire two of Tyler mm-hmm. to to do the, that job, whereas before he would have to hire 20. Yes. So all it does is free you up to do other things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when with that free time, you're able to grow the business, which is able to do more. Yep. So it's... it's Or focus on... Other tasks. Additional tasks. So yeah. you could say, hey, I'm going to automate these 10 things I used to do for now 15 websites. Yep. But what that's going to let me do is, and when I say automate, it's not on autopilot completely. Yeah. You're still adjusting and, yep. and improving. But what it's going to let you do is go, okay, well, there's this one problem over here on this one site. Mm-hmm. They're having a big, um, they're hemorrhaging leads. They're mm-hmm. just not converting. So then rather than worrying about all these remedial tasks, you can then say, let's focus on this problem here. Mm-hmm. And really fix that and fine tune these processes versus like having your whole day consumed with just yeah. running reports and, and ranking reports. Yeah. The one tool uh, I've grown to love AI for specifically is content creation, uh, ideation, coming up with topics yes. or even just giving it the the prompt. So I'm using SEMrush to come up with uh, queries that people are asking. It doesn't always have to be the high search volume, low competition. Mm-hmm. Some of them are going to have be high search volume, high competition. But it gets you in the game. But yeah, yeah. In, in my previous uh, job, I had to manage five uh, e-commerce brands. That's five blogs a month um, at some some point we had to hire out and then uh eventually that gentleman knew like why am i not getting the volume is because it correlated around the time the ai came out and i was able to very tactically with the seo tools that i used at the previous job hrefs and um just really streamline that and i was able to do somewhat of a a task that gave me stress and anxiety Mm -hmm. i was able to manage that within less than a week's time Mm -hmm. hammer out five new pieces of blog content very seo uh, optimized keyword optimized all that stuff and it was it was just a game changer um so you know even tying into what we said before it's a tool that adds to you it wasn't uh 
it wasn't taking away or replacing me. I still had to be there. It was to, enhancing. To, yeah, it was enhancing. But yeah, yeah, it was a tool, a tool in my toolkit to make me more efficient. You could focus on what you want to focus exactly. on, what you have to. Yes. And then, so yeah. uh, let me ask the next yep. part of that. So when, and this fits into our last topic pretty, pretty well, mm -hmm. when you are running that content through and you're mm -hmm. generating um, content in that, whatever industry you're in, I know yep. industry you're in in the past, but yeah. uh, when it's coming back, mm -hmm. there's still an important piece to make it readable Mm -hmm. and add that like personality or that human touch yeah. to it that they're getting better at that. Mm -hmm. like, you can, you can, add, like you guys said earlier, you can assign some avatars now to yep. your GPT chatbot or whatever mm -hmm. you're using, but there's still going to be that, that piece that Can you talk robotic. about, you talk about your brand the way you talk about your brand. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's going to be able to be replaced. Yeah. yeah. Uh, getting in and someone on the roof, <laughs> but getting in and, uh, and, and adding that mm -hmm. flair that, Tyler adds to yeah. that piece of content is still going to always be critical mm -hmm. to create content that is captivating. Yeah. There's so many times uh, in regards to blog content, it would, and we've talked about this before, it could you 80, 90, 95% of the way there, but there was still stuff that it would put out there and you can tell, oh, it's still yeah. just a, a language model. Have you ever asked it to write a call to action? Yeah. Like, hey, finish up this article with a, a call to action to yeah. contact our business. And it is like the worst yeah. written call no matter how good you write the prompt yeah. it's like the worst call to action yeah. you've ever yeah. read and you're like no one's going to respond to that so you still need mm -hmm. to create that enticing uh verbiage within whatever it's writing for you mm -hmm. or doing for you that feels like a human is interacting so yeah. they're getting better and better with ui user yeah. interface so i was just telling brett before this um, mm -hmm. in our conversation that you used to have to be a developer basically to develop what they call an api to connect mm -hmm the data to the language model that mm -hmm. you want. You can yep. really, as specific as you'd like to get as focused as you like on data sets. Mm -hmm. So that's not crawling the entire internet. It's crawling, okay, I want you to read these five data sets. Like, mm -hmm. um, you can now do that manually. Mm -hmm. So that's one way to kind of get around this human touch error. Because like a, a, give a marketing dates. manager <clears throat> who doesn't have development skills use some of these newer methods like you're talking about Today. not having to be a developer how yeah. how would a normal marketing manager use a gpt model so, then so without having to program yeah without giving away all my best tips and tricks <laughs> <laughs> no I, I i think i mean you could find this widely available but it just takes a minute to, to figure it out to do it yourself but you your favorite ebook yeah you mm -hmm. know we just read a book i won't say the name of it uh story brand <laughs> if you want to if you want to use that one and just put that in there and say you're only, this is your parameters. You cannot mm -hmm. go past this. Mm -hmm. Or you put in three of your favorite books, your mm -hmm. three of your favorite influencers, Jordan Peterson's, whatever mm -hmm. writer you like, mm -hmm. um, and give it examples of what the style is. I think that's one way to train your AI. Mm. And then it, it will at least get, maybe it's not 80% now, it's 90 yeah. or 95. Mm -hmm. And then you can tweak it from there. But that's one way to kind of, uh, that's the prompt engineering yeah. aspect. This is a new job that's going to pop up. Mm -hmm. You know, I guarantee Fortune 500 companies are looking at, uh, the job market and going, okay, who specializes in working with AI? Yeah. That is going to be a new job you see everywhere now. Mm -hmm. And just what I'm saying right now, they're going to get that, but get really granular with it. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to get this exact kind of language, this exact kind of data set. So we don't need to hire a team of 20. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's sad for 20 people. But at the same time, that one guy has a new job that he can go spend uh, filter back into the economy. It gets complicated, yep. but but then also it all works out. Where yes. it trickles down, as you say, <laughs> it trickles down as all trust. It's yeah. sad for those twenty people temporarily until 
those 20 people also catch on mm -hmm. and now there's a new job out there that you're, wasn't there before and and, yeah. and your 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 example of the fortune 500s was 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 awesome because they're going to start that and then the next level your 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 large local companies hershey's these other well hershey's a big one but these other large local companies uh that are regionally big mm -hmm. they're going to need those people yep. and then then your which is smaller it's local cheaper businesses. for them to get that access than it was before right yeah. and your smaller business five five more years you're going to have the one or two location bigger local businesses that need it and then mm -hmm. so on and so forth so so those yes. jobs will then open up where we didn't see them before yes. and the exactly. beauty of all this is you and i as a small company or whatever we are uh have the same access to the technology that that yeah. walmart has yeah for a low budget. Like literally the same access. Yep. For zero. I mean, 20 bucks a month. What is yeah. it? Yeah. It's nothing. Yep. So, I mean, and it's new for everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, these executives are trying to figure it out. They're now they can throw a million dollars at it. But they're mm -hmm. racing just as fast to find out how to yeah. use it as the guy that has uh, 10 employees. Yeah. So if you're getting into the game right now, if you're hearing this for the first time, yeah. you're not too late. No. Like there's so much fear missing it. And I understand that. There's yeah. like a, a lot of techno shocks with it. On the, on the adoption, adoption curve. Yeah. You're, you're still on the uptrend. Yeah. We're all on the cutting edge of the internet. Right. Let's yeah. be honest. It's only been around for not very long. So yep. 20, 30 years. So it's not even like, even if you're on the internet right now, you think like you've missed it, but you haven't. Yeah. You know? So if you're on, if you're looking into AI right this moment, like you're in the cutting edge of the cutting edge. And so I, I think now is a great time to get in. Yeah. Um, just start playing around with these things. I don't yeah. think you have to be overwhelmed by it because it is easy no. to get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. But if you can just focus on like one problem that you, you're having yeah. and then just make a solution with AI, yeah. it, it's it's going to change your life because that's going to open up so many avenues for you you didn't have before because mm -hmm. you don't have those budgets that those bigger companies do. Exactly. Now, like I was going to say, they, they can throw a million dollars at that and say, all right, marketing team, all right, web development team, make me one of these AIs that we're talking about and make it perfect to this specific task. So they can do that and they have done that already. But uh, you can do that too, is all I'm saying. It just might take a little longer. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you, you'll see the return on your But you can become a little bit more specialized with it too. Mm -hmm. yep. So your big brands, uh, whatever they are, retail, tech, whatever, they're going to be specialized in what solves their problem or a problem they see that's an opportunity. But yep. you are so especially for smaller companies, you might be so entrenched in, I'll use plumbing as an example, Yeah, the plumbing industry. Mm -hmm. um, there might be a solution you see, whether it's for your customers or for your technicians as plumbers or um, whatever it, within your business, mm -hmm. say it's your call dispatching service. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh man, like this is a big problem that the plumbing industry has for dispatching service text to your call. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to start to develop an AI model for that and create a platform or a, 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 a AI yeah. tool that dispatches people smarter to their location based on whatever. Yeah. So there's opportunities for these tools to take over pretty much any facet of an industry that just don't exist yet. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so you don't have to think that, like Ben said, you, you're behind the game because uh, Walmart just solved some problem with it. Yeah. There's so many little things that people and this is where I go back to, it takes the ingenuity of the human brain Creativity, to yeah. let AI work for it, not mm -hmm. take over. AI will industry. never, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to say never, but we I could mean, be back here in 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Going, not even. It was never going to take over, yeah. but now uh, there's a robot outside marching down the street. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, to my earlier point, like I use a uh, visual studio code, which is a Microsoft product to develop code. And, uh, you know, six months ago, JetGPU is brand new. And now they have a beta version, which I haven't had, had access to yet. But 
it lives within VS Code and it can manipulate data within your existing development mm. environment. So that that's revolutionary. Mm-hmm. It's going to be built into all your Microsoft Office suite mm-hmm. that's already coming out because Microsoft owns the largest yep. share of OpenAI, if yep. you didn't know already. So Excel, PowerPoint, Office, in the very near future, it's already in beta. Mm-hmm. You will have literal chat GPT within your document. So you can ask mm-hmm. it very document specific questions mm-hmm. and it, you interact with it. Which would be awesome for Excel and yeah. for that, like yeah. for writing formulas and complicated. Yeah, you, you write me the formula tasks. and yeah. do it. So that that's just another way, like, you know, eight hours spent on something will now free me up to do other things yeah. that I want to do. Yeah. And to, I was going to say, uh, I remember hearing recently that Netflix is looking for an AI developer for $900 million a year. Wow. Just to prove that, that, this is catching on and it's it's the new normal. Yep. And people are afraid of that, obviously, because mm-hmm. what does that mean? That means um, some actors will probably be replaced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what the whole strike is about, yeah, right? Yeah, it's pretty much, um, yeah. If you get to the brass tacks of it, they don't yep. want to replace the AI, which they have a point. Because mm-hmm. right. right now they can take their likeness and use it forever, even yep. after the dead. Background <laughs> actors be yeah. gone. You know, we've all seen like the Luke Skywalker and the Mandalorian. You know, he looks like he's 30. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, even though the guy's like 50, 60. Yep. So. Yeah, it, it is definitely disruptive in more areas than just content. Mm-hmm. I know we're just focusing on that, but yep. we're talking, you know, animation now. They mm-hmm. they can uh, and use AI, and I think it just takes time for the same dust. principles apply. Yep. It takes time for the dust to settle. Mm-hmm. So right now it's new, it's disruptive, <clears throat> as we've said. Yep. But uh, as this tool gets implemented more and more, and the dust settles, and people yep. people start, it starts to lose the allure of that big new scary thing. Like yep. it will, it'll settle out. Things will shake out, and People will just become smarter with how they adopt it. Mm-hmm. Will jobs change? Yes. Mm-hmm. But will it shift and then they'll create... There's always the creation of new jobs where old ones fall off. And authenticity will become even more valuable yeah. because what we're saying is... People AI crave that. Well, AI art, yeah. it's become so good mm-hmm. and ubiquitous that I'm used to it now. Already, right. I mean, it's only been a month. You can pick it out. Every thumbnail ever has yeah. an AI. You know, I listen to a lot of YouTube music. Mm-hmm. Um they're all beautiful, like pristine. Yeah. But now it's becoming so commonplace that it's yeah. no longer the allure they used to have. Right, yeah. So it's interesting. I see a lot of ads on YouTube, as we all do, annoyingly. But it's the guy on his cell phone, or mm-hmm. cell phone, uh, his his iPhone or whatever, mm-hmm. um, just recording a video. And that's the, that's the new ad. I mean, mm-hmm. why is that becoming a thing? Yeah. Big marketing agencies are spending millions of dollars with a guy literally holding a selfie. Yeah. Um, it's because that authenticity factor is becoming the new the new kind of priceless yeah, uh, thing to have. So, so in the land of AI, if you can use it eighty percent there, and then add your own human touch, I think mm. that is like the perfect synergy. Because yeah. I know one of the points we didn't get to today is the synergy between human. How does it aid humanity and not just kind of like right. mm-hmm. replace it? So, uh, I think that's a huge factor to consider when we're talking about this. Yeah, yeah. you cannot replace authenticity. So yep. the more authentic you are. And you could still use AI. That doesn't mean you have to get rid of it and become Amish, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, if you can use it and go, all right, I'm going to get 80% there and then basically uh, do all that boring stuff and then just add that little touch. Yeah. That just yeah. And that's what we talked about flare. earlier with Tyler. Yeah. You still yeah. have to, what, the example of, and we'll wrap up with this, is the, that call to action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, no that's one, a good whenever you ask AI, yeah. whenever I've asked AI so far to write mm-hmm. certain specific things that are very brand very brand specific or the mm-hmm. way we would talk to our customers. Uh, it can't, it still can't do that. Mm-hmm. No matter how I prompt it, yeah. you can't, it can't write it as well as I would write it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it can't do an image rendering as well mm-hmm. as, yeah. you know, Nancy would create a graphic for yep. us. It still gets fingers weird. Yeah. And faces or, are still a little funky. Like uh, the eyes. Yeah. And if it, you know how to manipulate pictures, you know what I mean? Yeah, Photoshop. Right. 
that's the synergy because yeah. I've seen a lot of webinars about yeah. that recently. It's yeah. like get me eighty percent there with the mm -hmm. beautiful landscape and everything. But I'm gonna make the fingers make perfect. some adjust right. Yep. So that still takes specialization. That still still takes someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah, just an example. Definitely. So we're still getting used to some of the new things with AI. Um, mm -hmm. I think the wrap up is just like Ben said. Ben actually capped it off pretty well. Yeah. Just, uh, using what it I to say? help synergy. <laughs> I the forgot. Yeah, synergy. Okay. Yeah. You were just so that, that sounds man. smart. Yeah. You, just, you just came back. <laughs> I went to AI mode. Yeah. I'm half AI. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I am a robot. It was the Neuralink took over. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Mark Zuckerberg. But yeah. So. <laughs> The, uh, I, I think finding a way again. to just integrate it properly within your workplace, but then yep, still yeah. add that human touch, the authentic, yep. that authentic feel to it is, mm -hmm. is, is great. Even with data, when you're interpreting SEO data yep. or ranking data, you still need to interpret like, okay, well it thinks I need to go for that, but that's yeah. really not where yeah. I need to go. I need to shift. Yep. Mm. Um, it just takes that human involvement to interpret it people will or see to manipulate it. it so. yeah. People will see through the fake the yeah. AI yeah. stuff. Yeah. You're getting get more and more sensitive to it. I think people already are. They oh, that's AI written content. Yeah. So how, that's like the next topic and maybe that's a good one to, to do next time. How do you get just above that that layer of like, yeah. oh, this is There's obviously AI to, oh, this is not AI, even if it is yeah. 80% there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have to know that. So. We will. Uh, we can talk about that next time. Cool teaser. Was actually, show me some cool tools for that. Cool yeah. teaser. So the next episode. All right, we're gonna wrap up. If you are using AI, comment or send us an email or whatever, and just ask. Uh, tell us how you're using AI or yeah. how it's changed your business, whether it's marketing or not marketing. It could be mm -hmm. any industry. See how uh, we want to learn how you're using AI to change something that you're doing daily within your industry. Yeah. Um, Either way, make sure you're subscribing, following. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Go to our website. You can send us an email. Until next time, we're going to head out. Have a good one. Thanks.